in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everyone is talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody you know. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow all the social media. But don't follow people in real life. Remember, guys, that's creepy. That certainly is. And we have an article today from Business Insider. And apparently, the Biden campaign promise for more family and medical leave for workers has been stripped from the social spending package. Is anyone surprised? I'm not. I'm not. It seems not anymore. Like, it seems like they were going for, like, the big ask. Maybe they felt like they really couldn't get it in, but they wanted to shove everything into this to show that they were trying, but they were kind of banking on the idea that, oh, those dastardly Republicans would get in the way of even getting it through in the first place. Yeah, well, I think it's like we've been saying. Like, if you maybe tried to get it in as a smaller bill on its own, mm -hmm. it's something everyone could have gotten behind. Because how, how do you say no to families and children and things like that and medical leave? Like, just on its own, I feel like it would have a bigger impact. Especially with the upcoming election because then you would have on record which politicians voted against it, so you mm -hmm. could put more work into kind of getting more people on your side. Yeah, absolutely. But because they tried to shove it into this ginormous bill that nobody wants, something had to give, and now it's this. Now it is this. So Senate Democrats have decided to strip paid family medical leave benefits from President Joe Biden's social spending package. The political reporter Eleanor Mueller said on Wednesday, three sources told Mueller that attempts to water down the bill did not work. In recent weeks, Democrats have scrambled for new revenue sources to pay for the Build Back Better bill, which was initially targeted at $4 trillion and may end up at $1.5 trillion or smaller. The key centrists, Senator Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, have variously opposed most of the tax proposals that Democrats have suggested. It is still a little inconceivable to me that after the last 18 months and everything we saw during the course of the pandemic that we are hearing that Congress is going to leave paid leave for another day. According to Laura Nerfsky, the Council on Education and Workplace Justice at the National Women's Law Center. Again, it's honestly not surprising. And that also feels like something maybe they could have pushed through like at the start of the pandemic like maybe they could have gotten away with it a little bit more because mm -hmm. everybody was in a in a fear frenzy so it's like oh we need better paid medical leave because we don't know what's going on so but now everybody's just like nah, nah, we're calm down now maybe you know more about this than i do are they talking about paid leave for someone if they're pregnant is that the paid leave I, they're talking about, or is, does this come down to the just, child tax credit? I think it's just expanding, like, FMLA to an extent. I'm not as versed in it as I mm -hmm. should be and, and what the changes would be, but I'm pretty sure it's just, like, an expansion on the current FMLA. Hmm. Interesting. So. If the news reports are true, this is devastating and incomprehensible to American families. According to Vicki Shabo, a paid leave expert at the think tank New America Told Insider, she added, this was a once-in-a-generation opportunity to build on the Family and Medical Leave Act to finally bring the promise of paid leave to the U.S. to end its outlier status and to make good on promises that the president 
ran on. So it is indeed jumping on the opportunity to increase spending for paid family and medical leave. Yeah. So for instance, if, if you get pregnant. The family and medical leave benefits were a central focus of Biden's campaign in 2020. Even if enacted, they would leave Americans with some of the stingiest leave benefits in the developed world. Which is not untrue. And I do think that America needs more, like, needs to get up with the times. Like, mm -hmm. everybody's always harping on, like, oh, mental health, oh, mental health is so important, oh, work-life balance, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then I look around and I'm just like, how in the heck am I supposed to get work-life balance when mm -hmm. it's impossible to feel like I can leave my job? We're continuously overstaffed, or understaffed, God, I wish we were overstaffed. Continuously understaffed, so you request time off and you're like, you feel bad because you hear your coworkers going, oh my gosh, we're so slammed. Mm -hmm. We don't really promote a work-life balance in our country, I don't think. No, I don't think we do at all, especially when you say that um, Americans don't feel as though they can take time off. I know, my, I know, I'm sure you and I both agree that we feel pretty weird when we have to request time off. Oh, yeah. I feel awful. I'm like, mm, I'm going to need this time off for what? Um, mm. I mean, you don't legally have to tell them why, but it's like vacation? To enjoy myself? Take a nap. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I feel awful. I have leave coming up at Christmas, and I know we're going to be super understaffed, and I'm already preparing for them to be like, could you, could you, like, maybe work Christmas? I'm going to be like, no. And I sold all of my time yeah, last year. Yeah, you never got your time off. No, I never got my time off, and I realized it would be more beneficial just to sell Get my time. Which, at the end of the day, when you take into account taxes and whatnot, yeah. really wasn't that beneficial. But yeah, I mean, it, it does. It makes me feel weird. It makes me feel weird when they ask me to work on my regular day off. And I'm like, no, I can't. I have plans. Sorry. I feel bad. Mm -hmm. like, I feel bad saying no, even though it's my time off. And I think about, you know, I guess the argument is when it comes to, you know, pregnant individuals, you know, should you really get all that time off paid and whatnot. But I think if you look at what it would do for society as a whole, because we know that being able to spend time with your family and getting con to connect with your baby is a really important thing when it comes to, to raising your child. Um, I think in the long term that would have a beneficial effect. Now, I don't necessarily think you can implement it in every single industry. Like I think, well, I guess they're talking about like a federal type of FMLA. Yeah. So it wouldn't be like small businesses having to to dish in to their own pockets to pay for for the for the leave. It might. I mean, if it's federally mandated that you have to, and that's the thing. Like it's it's a gray area and it's a slippery slope, and you have to like you have to look at that. Like, is it still cost beneficial for people like small businesses? But like these major corporations. Just give people the time off, Jesus. No, I do agree. I think large corporations would be able to 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 provide that. Um, I, I think it's. I think there is a gray area, and I, I would hope it's not just a blanket FMLA increase, because I think you do have to take that consideration in for small businesses, especially now when they've been struggling so hard. But I do agree that it is beneficial to have that opportunity to spend the first couple of months with your child oh, and yeah. getting to know them and really getting to bond. But I also feel like small businesses might even 
just in general provide better time like you have the amount that you're mandated to to give but i also feel like you know if you work for a small business you probably know the owners you probably are a closer team than you know a larger corporation so maybe they would offer you more time or you know things like that so they might be giving more beneficial like leave packages for pregnant women or or if you're sick or something than we even think about I think that depends on the small business because I've worked in nothing but restaurants. Those are the small businesses I've worked in, and they do not care about you at all. Um, and you're there to work, and if you don't show up, you're in trouble. And if you're staying overtime, you're in trouble. Anything you do, you're <laughs> in trouble. Anything you do, you're in trouble. They don't like you, and, and you don't like them. Stay for exactly the amount of time your contract for and get out. Mm -hmm. So I think it really depends on the small business. But I would agree if it's a more, I don't know, family-oriented small business and you're really connected with that family, they I'm, might be more supportive, especially if you've been there for a long amount of time okay. and you've built that connection with that, with that business. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. But I do think it's beneficial, like I said. And, I mean, if you look at these, like, look at statistics and look at information out of other countries, we do. We have a crap system. Like, some countries give, like, I think 12 weeks to the mom and 12 weeks to the dad or something like that. Something crazy like that. That's pretty good. I would yeah. love not to have to work for 12 weeks. To just spend time with your baby. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Paternity leave needs to be a thing. Uh, the U.S. is an outlier when it comes to benefits. A report from the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development found that out of 41 countries, the U.S. was the only one not to mandate paid leave. The U.S. also had no mandated federal sick leave. I think yeah. that's fine. I mean, every company gives sick leave anyway. For the I, most part. I mean, well, I mean, I guess it depends on what you consider. Because some companies, like mine... They just give you a boatload of leave, mm -hmm. and you use it for whatever you want, which I kind of like better because then you have people like my sister who's like, okay, well, I have 12 PDO days, mm -hmm. paid days off, and then I have 13 sick days, but I need to go on a two-week vacation, so how do I fit my sickness in with my, pay, with my vacation? Whereas for me, if I have a doctor's appointment, I use leave. Mm -hmm. If I have a vacation, I use leave. It's mm -hmm. all the same. So that I kind of like that. I don't see that much of a problem, just because the, when it comes to the federal sick leave, I don't think that's really necessary. Yeah. Because, and I, that's like really, I said, most companies give leave to some extent, whether yeah. it's mixed or it's not mixed. I guess that's what they're primarily arguing for, because you know, if right now, if I took maternity leave, mm -hmm. not pregnant, not having a baby anytime soon, but if I did take maternity leave, I'm only guaranteed to have my job when I return. Mm -hmm. I have to use my PDO mm -hmm. in order to have that time off or just not get paid. So. I think, I don't know, this might be an unpopular opinion. Probably. But what if it was like you just started a job and you were there for like two weeks and then you got pregnant? I mean, you Would still you got st nine months. Are you still, but are you still allowed to yeah i guess you have nine months to yeah okay, nine and then months. you're gone for three months yeah i guess that makes sense yeah okay. which is also why they don't allow employers to ask in an interview yeah, are you pregnant mm -hmm. things like that because you know then they might be like oh we're not gonna hire you and that's i guess as long as you're like well i'm six months pregnant i'm gonna take three months off until i have the baby yeah i don't know 
I don't know. I'm just thinking from like the the employer. I would hope that the federal government would at least pay the employer who is allowing the time off for that sort of thing to to hire someone in their place for the time being. I would hope they would help out to that extent because otherwise, then for a small business anyway, you're just down a person. We're just down a person. We've, we're down two people. But we you're in a two. yeah yeah. But you're in a massive organization, and if they need to, they have people from other hospitals they could That's pull true. from if they wanted to. It sounds if like they, they don't want to. to. Um, but I, I just I think you need to be helping everyone out in that situation. Yeah yeah no. I mean they should. There, there should, should be some incentive for the businesses, and not just a mandate. Mm-hmm. Because there shouldn't just be more hardship on a small business. There right. should be, you know. But I guess that's why the federal government's arguing about it is because they would need to give them something, a tax break or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just want to find something that benefits everybody, right? Because the last thing you want to do is disenfranchise anybody, whether it's the small business or the pregnant mom or the, the dad. Or At the end of the day, the small business goes out of business and all those people have no jobs. So right. there you go. Advocates for paid leave argue that it bolsters the economy with an analysis from the University of Massachusetts at Amherst finding that paid leave would increase Americans' income by $28.5 billion every year. How? I mean, obviously, we don't have the study in front of us, but how? Yeah. Like, wouldn't you also be paying more in taxes, though? Probably. Um, paid leave. Yeah, because they were talking all about, like, the, the current topic this week is how are we going to pay for all this? Yeah. So... Anyway. That's the reason they cut it, is because they're like, we don't have the money to pay for it. Well, are they saying it would boost people's income? Because otherwise, women are taking off after they have their baby, and they're not getting paid for a lot of that time. But now yeah. they would be getting paid for that time, and that is equivalent to the $28.5 billion. Probably, yeah. Paid leave would be the latest of many cuts Democrats are said to have made... Uh, have made to appease Mansion, including tuition-free community college and an expanded five-year tax, uh, child tax credit. But some lawmakers have been clear they will be fighting for all of their priorities until they see the final version of the bill. I think out of all three of those things, I think the paid leave is probably the best one to, to keep. Yeah. To keep, anyway. Yeah. Uh, until the bill is printed, I will continue working to include paid leave in the Build Back Better plan, said Senator Kristen Gillibrand of New York. Other Democratic lawmakers have been making similar statements. Representative Andy Levin of Michigan, for instance, told Insider during a Tuesday interview that he would be fighting to get free community college in the bill right up to the closing whistle instead of advocating for what everyone wanted, which was uh, tuition reimbursement. No, Nobody was asking for free community college, no, mind you. No, people were asking for free community college. That was The people who wanted to go to community college, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that was, I think that was like an alternative that was presented instead of being like, oh, hey, make four-year college free. At least, you know, pay community college. Somebody can go get their basics in mm-hmm. and then only have to go to a major university for two years to do there. Well, you know where I stand on that. I say I, make 11th and 12th grade of high school college yeah essentially i mean kindergarten's second grade at this point so why not is it it feels like every grade is recessing like 12th grade is actually ninth grade Uh kindergarten is like when i hear the things my sister has to teach her kindergartners i'm like holy crap she said they had a vocabulary word totally off topic um that she had to google because she did not know what was the word i don't remember but it was very large it was a very large i hope so it For was your like, sister's sake. It was like more than six letters. 
it was uh i'm looking for a word on this website right now that i can say but i can't think of one anyway uh yeah i i think the paid family leave would be a good one to to keep in i think it would be helpful i think at the end of the day it would help families get more connected with their kids especially in a society in which we live where i don't know kids don't seem to be connected with their parents or they seem to need a lot more parenting yeah but you have to think about i mean you need a to parent in or a, yeah like a dual income mm -hmm. to survive in this world nowadays and that means more daycare mm -hmm. more reliance on school and after school programs and then you've got parents working nine to ten hours they're exhausted like mm -hmm. of course they don't want to come home and parent well that's no excuse well, it's not i will excuse, i will just state that that's no excuse, it's no excuse whatsoever but like, it, i mean parents have been doing that for ever and have managed to get by, it's especially a thing, in a single parent household while, while dad That's was true. fighting in World War II. But, but I do agree that, I, I agree with the sentiment that you should not have to live on two incomes because there was a time in the country where you could, you, you could survive on one income alone. You could have a house and all the trimmings mm -hmm. on one income. Right. And then you could have a stay at home parent. Now, at the time, obviously, it was usually the mom, mm -hmm. but now, I mean, you could just have a stay-at-home parent. It could be the dad, it could be mom, whoever. And I don't know the cause for that. I know a lot of people would blame corporations, but obviously there's many different factors to that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Right. But I do agree that that's a big problem, and honestly, if I think you can find a way to get back to that, I don't even think you need the paid family leave. It, it almost seems like a lot of these programs are supplementing problems uh, that we've just slowly come into over time, mm -hmm. right? The paid family leave is obviously for the fact that people are not able to live on a, a one-parent income anymore. I mean, unless mom's the one out doing the doing the working and you're going to have your dad, the dad be the single parent. I mean, you would still need time for mom to recover from childbirth and things like that if she's the one working. Mm -hmm. So, and if, again, if she's the one who's doing the working and dad's the one that's going to be staying home, then you would still need leave for her so she can bond with the baby and things like that. No, no, yeah, yeah. But my point was, it seems like all of these things that we're doing are band-aids for a much larger problem um, that has been developing over time. Like the paid family leave is, is from, it, we have to have that because of the exacerbation of people not being able to live on one income, or yeah. you have to now have taxpayer-funded uh, college, right, pre-college tuition, because we haven't managed the college student loan crisis very well, and we've let that get out of hand. And now they seem like Band-Aids. They're good Band-Aids. There's nothing wrong with them as long as we can pay for them, and, you know, but... But they're not addressing the larger issue. Right. It's only going to get worse, mm -hmm. and that's just going to drive up the bill over time, right? But no one wants to fix the other problems, or at least, or maybe we just don't know how to fix the other problems. Right, even so. Social Security is a good example of that. Like, the problem was, old people were old, they could not work anymore, so we had to have Social Security because people were, no, we had a time in the country where people, the old people, would move in with their kids, and then we stopped doing that, and mm -hmm. they weren't able to fend for themselves, because they're old, they can't work as hard, so we had Social Security, which is a great thing, but... That's been underfunded for such a long time. It's been a topic of debate for 10, 20 years. I don't think I'm ever getting it, so I've That's already counted that says. out. Right. So it seems like at a certain point, like these are great, these are great short-term solutions, but at a certain point we need to fix the underlying problem. 
Otherwise, that wound is just going to get so big that you're not going to... It's like we have like a giant wound, and we have those little band-aids, the little square band-aids, <laughs> and that's the all we have. Tiny circles. Yes. So let us know in the comments section down below how can we address all of these problems yeah. Because you know I love those big, bold questions. Solve all the problems in the comment of a YouTube video. Okay, bye. And we'll see you in the next one.